Hello, beautiful people. You're listening to the Ebbs and Flow podcast of Ebony Hoffman. I'm your host here, where I talk about all things life and what happens when life happens. Please make sure to go to my Facebook page or my Instagram page at the Ebbs and Flow. You can also find us on the Twitter as well. Like us on there. Uh, shout out some love, some comments, questions. Also, please make sure you subscribe to my podcast show on your podcast platform of your choosing. Leave a review and more importantly share this with other people share the good news also you can go to anchorfm.com backslash the ebbs and flow and click on the message icon and show me some love and talk to me so today's episode is my birthday episode today is july 31st and this is my birthday so uh, i wanted to record a special birthday episode this week for the show So my birthday is a time of deep uh, thought and reflection, and I'm actually trying out this new thing this year where July um, 31st, again, my birthday, is day one of my new year. You know, I find that it's just a lot of pressure to start your new year January 1st because you're coming off of the backs of several holidays, which can be stressful for most of us. I know the holidays is not my favorite time of the year. And so this time of year, I have a little bit more time to do some of that deep thought work, a little bit more of reflection of my past, my present, and what I want my um, future to be. So um, I'm trying that this year. So this is my new year. So for those who know me, know I'm really not a person who makes a big deal about their birthday. I'm not too big on doing a whole bunch to celebrate it or for people to celebrate my birthday. Um, Matter of fact, my office, they like bum rush me every year to celebrate my birthday. It becomes like a fight. But this year I wanted to celebrate my birthday. I wanted to try something different. And, uh, you know, we're in the middle of this pandemic. So that kind of dampened my plans. So I do have a few plans today and I'm gonna link up with some um, special people in my life. So uh, yeah, so today is my birthday. So I wanted this episode to cover some of the lessons that I've learned over these last 38 years I've been blessed to be um, on this earth. But before I kick off my lessons, I was a little curious because my um, nerdy side came out and I was like, what does the number three and eight mean? And how can I tie that into, you know, the season that I'm in right now? So let's start with the number three. Uh, For most people who identify as being Christians, and I definitely am a Christian, we know that the number three in the Bible actually represents the Trinity, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, It also represents protection, guidance, and support. It also has been known to represent harmony, wisdom, and understanding. And it also is a depiction of past, present, and future. So I'm kind of at this impasse in my life doing a lot of deep uh, head and heart work, uh, doing a lot of writing, a lot of journaling, just a lot of self-reflections all in my head. And it's interesting that one of the meanings for the number three is past, present, and future. And, you know, right now I'm looking a lot at my past for inspiration for things that I've overcome Um, lessons that my past has taught me, whether it's through good experience or bad experiences. Uh, Right now, I'm especially assessing my present life, 
Like, where am I at right now? Taking a snapshot. Where's my health at? Where are my finances at? Where's my uh, career aspirations? Where are my businesses at? What are um, the relationships that need repairing? What are relationships I need to get rid of? So I'm doing a lot of assessment right now with my present life. But for my future life, I'm dreaming really, really, really big. Uh, sometimes it's so big that it kind of scares me because I'm like, who do I think I am projecting that in my future? Who do I think I am thinking I could do something that big? But I've really been challenging myself to think big with no limits, no boundaries, um, almost like I was a child. I don't know if you remember when you're a kid, you dream so big with no limitations. Uh, sometimes we go to our parents or we'd go to our parents and tell them what we want to be when we grow up and our parents were either like oh that's great or no I don't think that's a good choice so I'm trying to have a childlike mind when I think about my future and not put any limits <clears throat> on what I want for my future so then the second number that I looked up obviously was the number eight because I turned 38 today really don't feel like I'm 38 but I turned 38 but the number eight in the Bible represents new beginning or beginning a new order or creation and the number eight is very synonymous with harmony and balance or abundance and power so I'm really loving the meaning of three and eight and uh what that means putting those two numbers together so I just thought I would kick off the show is uh, showing my nerdy side and did a little research on my numbers for this year. So I wanted to uh, use this episode to kind of cover some but not all of the lessons that I learned over my 38 years here on planet earth. I almost did an episode on 38 lessons I've learned over the last 38 years but I thought that would be way too long and I probably would lose people's um, attention. <clears throat> So let's kick this off. Lesson number one, to know thyself. It has been an incredible journey these last five years, really taking the time to be more thoughtful and more intentional with getting to know myself. Uh, I, I can't say that it's always been the most pleasant thing to do. There have been times when I just wanted to get off of that journey but I wanted to become very focused on understanding who I am why do I do the things that I do what are my habits what are my patterns and uh, full transparency I uh, see a therapist several times a month although lately with everything going on with the pandemic and different health issues and things going on in my life I've been going weekly just because I need that one-on-one -on -one time to talk out the different things that are going on in my life uh, using a uh, professional's advice on different tools on how to navigate this thing called life <clears throat> the best money that I've spent thus far and one of the things that my therapist always comments on is how self-aware that I am about myself like my patterns my habits and I have a pretty good grasp on connecting the dots understanding you know past trauma what are the things that trigger me why I respond the way I do to certain situations and certain people so I've taken that time 
to really get to know myself where I will definitely say that I'm a very self-aware person. It was important for me to just pause and take time to get to know myself for a variety of different reasons. I think a lot of us get very caught up in the comings and goings of life, just busy with work, busy with our significant others, if we have children, if we're part of different you know, organizations. And so we're just always on the go, 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 go. And it's really hard to interact in um, relationships with people, whether it's professional, family relationships, intimate relationship, relationship with your children, if you don't know who you are. And it was really important for me these last five years to take that time to really stop and analyze why uh, I do certain things the way that I do. Why is my thought process a certain way? What are the beliefs that I have? What are my principles and where you know, what is the origin story of that? And so it was really, really important, you know, again, for me to take that time to really know myself. I'm really surprised when I sometimes meet people and I'm having conversations and you kind of um, have additional questions on statements that they made and they're not able to really thoroughly explain why that is their opinion or why that's their vantage point. And I believe a lot of people just don't know who they are. And I'm not faulting anyone. I'm not shaming anyone. But I do challenge people to really take that time to really get to know yourself. It's hard to have helpful. It is hard to have healthy interactions with people when you don't know exactly who you are. You're constantly changing what you stand for, what you're against. You are not a very self-aware person of your actions or your words. Because not only does that affect you, that affects people around you. And so it's just really important that you're really in tune with who you are. You have to know thyself before you can know other people or engage with other people. Lesson number two that uh, I have really been focusing on these last 38 years is forever doesn't last. So I am a big, 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 big Jasmine Sullivan fan. She is an amazing R&B singer. I don't think she gets the credit that she deserves, but we'll save that for another podcast. But one of her songs is called Forever Doesn't Last. It's like one of my top five Jasmine Sullivan songs. I have been amazed of the twists and the turns that my life has taken over the last 38 years. For sure, there are certain areas of my life, if you had told me they were going to turn out the way that they did, whether that was good or bad, I can't say for sure that I foresaw any of that. What I have learned is to take the time to enjoy of joy and happiness because those days unfortunately they don't last always I also have taken the time to embrace dark times times of struggle times where I was in very low points or what I like to call valley moments in my life because what I have found is that in those dark times and those times of struggle even though they sucked 
there always was a lesson in the struggle that my greatest and biggest developments that I've seen in myself over the years has always come out of dark moments and so I have always come out on the other side a stronger and better person and you know sometimes when we're in the midst of things and again this can be whether it's you know times of joy times of prosperity or times that are sad or times that are hard we sometimes feel or get caught up that we think that that time is going to last forever you know random fact about me on my left shoulder I have a tattoo that says this too shall pass with boxing gloves and so in my mid-20s I knew that I wanted tattoos didn't quite know what I wanted so I didn't get tattoos I think until I was like 27 28 um so I, I have three tattoos and I got that tattoo for a uh a particular reason I wanted to put that tattoo on me to kind of remind me that when I go through dark times that this too shall pass and for me in life you have to fight and I know sometimes when we say that people think fighting is a bad thing but for me I've had to fight through a lot of pain a lot of sadness a lot of crappy life stuff to get to the other side of the road where there was joy where there was peace where there was abundance where there was happiness and if I'm ever extra stressed like going through a lot you actually will see me rub my left shoulder and that's my way of reminding myself that yeah right now it sucks yeah yes it'd be great if things were different but this too shall pass there are very few things that last forever and I've become very conscious of understanding the times that I'm in, the seasons that, I am, that I'm in, the cycles that I'm in, the, the moment that I'm in, because the reality is that those times do not last forever. And so I've been very, 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 very conscious of, you know, where I'm at in life and appreciating where I'm at, even when I'm in situations. And I'll be honest, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm facing a lot of different things. I'm having challenges at my um, at my job. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, I'm having personal health issues that have been weighing on me. So I have a lot on my plate right now. And there are some days when just rubbing my tattoo is not enough and I go into, you know, my woe unto me. But I always bounce back. I always have been a person who's fight through to get to the other side. I've had to punch my way through stuff to make it through and so that has been one of I think the most profound lessons that I have learned over these last 30 years is that forever does not last lesson number three we don't always get to pick the cards that we're dealt so you know again just reflecting over just life in general and I think a lot of people can um, identify with this is that unfortunately we don't get to pick the cards that life deals us you know sometimes we're going through seasons where it seems like everything is going wrong and nothing's going right we're dealt a crappy hand I don't know how many uh, card players I have out there but I think a lot of people you know can understand that analogy that you know when you're playing a card game and your dealer is dealing out the cards we don't have any control over you know the cards that we get we hope that we have a good hand we hope that we have a winning hand 
And when you live through life and you go through enough life experiences and you go through different seasons, you understand that there are going to be some seasons that you continuously get a good hand. You have a good winning hand. You have, you know, you got a lot of spades. You got you some hearts. You got some kings. You got some jokers for the spade players out there. But if you play long enough in this thing called life, you understand that every hand that you're dealt is not going to be a winning hand. Our responsibility is not to always focus on the cards that we're given in life, but our responsibility is to show up every day and to still play that hand that we've been given. I remember one time my ex and I were at somebody's house and we were playing spades and we were on a team together, obviously, and we were losing. We were losing by a lot. So we end up like basically doing like a blind I think what they call it, like a blind dime in space world and end up winning the whole game to this day I still don't even know how we pulled that off because we were like down by like 50 maybe 60 70 points and you know my ex was just like no forget it we're gonna we're gonna do a blind nine a blind 10 excuse me and I was like are you sure he's like yeah we got this and we end up coming you know on top we end up winning the game and I like to use, you know, card game analogy because again, you know, we don't have a say in who our parents are. We don't have a say, you know, in the family that we are born into and what that comes with. We don't always have control over a lot of things in our life, unfortunately. And it's not our responsibility to always dwell on what we don't have and the things that we're lacking in our life. Our responsibility is to get up and show up as our most authentic self every day. You know, I think about the things that I have gone through over the years. I look back at where I come from. I look at the hurdles that I've overcome. I even, you know, sometimes look at the things that are in my DNA, you know, generational curses that by the grace of God are curses that I've been able to break. Things that, um, you know, things that I have been predisposed to. I tell people all the time that, you know, statistically, I'm not supposed to be here today and that statistically I'm not supposed to have the life that I have and I'm not saying that you know I have this extraordinary life that you know other people want but when you understand what you have to what you've had to overcome to be able to be alive today when you think and I'll make it personal when I think about the generational curses that are supposed to be things that are hindrance to me and things that should have stopped me dead in my tracks. When I think about the wonderful, amazing, dope people that God has strategically placed in my life for 38 years, I'm really just in awe in what I've been able to accomplish. And, you know, it's not just, it's not just my accomplishment. Again, I believe I'm very fortunate for the amazing people that I have in my life or had in my life and some of those people are no longer here that have been very instrumental in the accomplishments that I have had 
And so I'm just very grateful and just in awe and how God has ordered my steps and just, again, the amazing people that he has placed in my path. And so instead of always focusing on the things that have not gone my way or the crappy hands that I've been dealt over 38 years, because I've had some really crappy hands. I have to remember that, you know, it's not my responsibility to dwell on what I didn't have or what didn't work in my way or the things that, you know, hindered me, but it's to keep showing up every day, even when there's times when I don't want to get out of my bed, I want to scream, yell, and cuss. It is my responsibility to get up and show up for the game of life and play the hand that I was dealt and understanding that every day is a new day with new grace, new mercy, and new opportunities, you know, for me to be a better person. I always tell people that my competition is not anyone else because I really don't focus on what other people do. I do look to other people for motivation or inspiration, but I also understand that I have a very defined lane that is just mine and that my competition is to be better than the ebony from yesterday or the day before that or you know the year before that I really have gotten focused on running my race and showing up as best as I can to be a better version of myself so lesson number four and this is my last one is that I have become very 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 sometimes people say overly confident or cocky about who I am. I don't really apologize for being me. I have come to realize, especially, and I don't know what it's been about these last five years. They've been very eye-opening for me, but I have been very clear that what is for me is for me and who is for me is for me. And I have this saying that I've been using the last few years, I think I may have said it on the podcast once before, where I uh, state that I'm not everyone's cup of tea and I'm unapologetically me. You know, if you're not sure of who you are and what you stand for, people will come in your life and they will try to make you feel bad about who you are. It's taken me a very, 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 very long time to be very comfortable in being in my own skin. It's also, you know, taking me a long time to become very comfortable by, you know, with being by myself, being in my own thoughts. Uh, I will definitely say that my personality sometimes can be a very acquired taste. And I've had to be okay with standing in my truth, even when that meant that I was gonna lose people. Even when that meant that um, I may may be perceived as being misunderstood by other people, and and I had to be okay with understanding that sometimes when you are standing in your truth and you're unapologetically being yourself, that that means that unfortunately you're going to lose people along the way. I've had people that I've had to walk away from in my life. I've had people that I've had to cut out because they were very toxic and negative. I had people that I loved and cared about that honestly wished me no good. They really were plotting my downfall. I've had to walk away 
from a great love that was pure and that was life-changing that you know had to come to an end not because we didn't love one another but we were going through a very difficult a difficult season with um, very sensitive things concerning our children I've had to walk away um, from a newer love in my life that uh, was very special but the reality is it didn't align with who I was and we just couldn't see eye to eye and I'm not saying that walking away from people or cutting people out of your life is an easy thing I have a homegirl that jokes me that says I love them leave them and I don't think that and I know she was just joking and that's not really uh, who I am it takes a lot for me to cut people out of my life because I believe that God allows people to come in your life for different reasons. But I also understand that people come in your life for different seasons. And I don't take lightly walking away from people. But I also have been very clear and comfortable with who I am. And life is too short and it's too precious. And if there are people in your life that are not for you and that's okay but understand there are people out there that are for you there are people that's a part of your tribe there are people that immediately get you you immediately click with them you can be your goofy quirky eccentric self and that's okay uh, for those other people because they get you and I've had to be very 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 um, okay with being misunderstood uh, people not particularly liking me, people not liking my my choice of humor, people not liking the things that come out of my mouth, people not liking my stances on certain things. And I, you know, we've all had situations where people have um, meant a great deal to us, but we understood that they were not for us. They were not for the season that we were preparing for. And in all of those situations where I've had to walk away from people and cut people out of my life, they meant a great deal to me. But it's really important that I'm around people that um, I could be my authentic self around. I have this saying that I say all the time. I wear a size 10, which is a, a large size for a woman that I'm told that. And it is uncomfortable for me to put my size, my size 10 foot in a size six. It's uncomfortable. Uh, I don't think that's even possible. And I like to be comfortable. And for me, for me to be comfortable around people, I need for people to understand who I am and to get me because I don't like putting on facades. I don't like being fake phony. That's just not me. And I have become very, very, uh, very comfortable you know, over these last five years just embracing who I who I am and what that means and what I stand for and I've become very comfortable with if people don't rock with me that's fine but you gotta go it's very important for me that I'm able to wake up every day and look myself in the mirror and hold myself accountable and be the most authentic version of myself you know I don't do fake stuff I don't do fake meat. I don't do fakeness with people. And so often we're not being our authentic self because we're worried about being judged. We're worried about people shunning us away. We're worried that we don't fit in certain cliques or certain organizations and certain groups. And I've just become very comfortable with just being me. 
And that really is my prayer for all of my listeners, my friends and family, that we all, you know, shed these masks that we're wearing and we become very comfortable being our most authentic self. So those are my quick four lessons that I've learned over these last 38 years. There are definitely more lessons than those few that I share, but I didn't want to go over all of them, all of them, but those were the most important ones that I wanted to share. But I want to talk about what's next for me, which has kind of been a million dollar question that's been kind of swimming in my head over the last few months. I'm really excited about this next chapter in my life. I have a lot of new unanswered questions that I've been pondering, that I've been thinking about, that I've been exploring. I'm in this new phase of motherhood where I have an adult kiddo, which has been such an adjustment to me. Um, I love, love, love being a mother. It's the greatest joy and the greatest blessing that I've ever experienced in my life. But the reality is I have an adult kid. And so mothering and what that looks like in my interactions with my kiddo is completely different. And so this has been a, a, a new, sometimes frustrating, but interesting journey, you know, that I'm on right now. I'm currently in the process of uh, changing careers. I've been in the financial industry for 15 plus years. Now I'm embarking in project management and tech. So I'm excited about, you know, learning something new and making um, some career changes. I'm also, you know, embarking on this journey of podcasting world with this show. And I also launched a new show with some co-hosts that'll be launching really really soon, excuse me. That new show is going to be called For the Love of the Culture. It's me and two other hosts who are men with very different backgrounds. And we'll be talking about different things that's going on in the culture and how that affects uh, the black community. And so we'll have a lot of different topics that we'll be covering. So that'll be dropping next week. So stay tuned you know, for that. And I really don't know what's next for me in this next chapter. I'm, I'm definitely open to trying new things. I definitely want to do more traveling once the world opens up. Actually, the world is open up. They just won't let, you know, U.S. citizens travel anywhere. But I'm excited about what the next 38 years, if I'm blessed to live another 30 years, 38 years, what that holds for me. I definitely want to use what I've learned in my first 38 years and continue to grow to continue to stretch myself, discover new things about myself. I'm a big advocate of ongoing personal development. I spend a lot of time and a lot of money on developing myself, whether that's books, courses, webinars. Uh, Anyone who knows me know that I'm big, big, big on just learning and exploring new things. I personally believe that, you know, you never really finish developing yourself, that you're always a work in progress until we take our last breath. And so I just wanted to share, you know, my lessons and hope that you can, you know, hopefully learn from some of the things that I shared, maybe, maybe not. But also, more importantly, I want you to just take the time, you know, in the next week or so to really just examine like your life. And whether you started your new year off on January the 1st or you decide when you hear this podcast, hey, today's going to be my new year. That's the great thing about our lives is that we get to make the rules. We are the authors of our stories. We're allowed to edit. We're allowed to start new chapters. We are allowed to start a new book, start a new series. You know, we have so much things, so many things in our life that we do have the ability, you know, to control. And so I hope that you take the time to really think about 
what has your past life looked like what are you doing today and then more importantly what do you want to do tomorrow what are the things that scare the crap out of you that you've been putting off that you haven't launched is it a book is it a a business is it a podcast Uh, is it a new adventure is it trying new foods is it getting back in shape is it learning how to cook whatever it is bet on yourself take that time to explore what you really 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 want out of life because I promise you that you are worth it so as always be blessed be safe talk to you guys soon thank you for tuning in for the ebbs and flow podcast I would love to hear your thoughts on today's show please like our social media page on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter with the ebbs and flow and also stay tuned for my new show that'll be dropping here uh, hopefully within the next week love you guys talk to you soon